Welcome to Center Stage. My name is Mark Gordon. On this show, we're going to talk about the new horror film, Deliver Us, with the co-directors, Leroy Coons and Crew Ennis. So stay tuned. Center Stage, Center Stage, Center, Center, Center Stage. Center Stage. I was listening to an interview that you did, and you said you kind of are like brothers. And I was wondering, based on the theme of this film, which one is the evil one? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I don't even know where my square is where you can see, but uh, yeah, it's him. Well, you shot it in Europe or Slovenia? Or where, where did you shoot it? Uh, Estonia. It's uh, it's right there next to, I thought it borders Russia and uh, across the Baltic is the Finland. The European vibe just really works. And plus, from an audience standpoint, the time frame, I didn't really, it, it, it was medieval or is it modern? And the other thing I liked about the movie is this notion of evil and good, but you don't really know who is ultimately which in the film. It doesn't really reveal that. We've, we've talked a lot about that theme about it's kind of like a more it's like the moral imperative of an individual to, to whether or not they educate themselves or to think hard about what is good and what's evil. Um, we're not saying we're definitely not taking a sophist approach of like there is no such thing as good and evil. We think there's a there's a definitely a, a huge difference, but uh, the difficulty in um, figuring that out a lot of the times, whether or not you think you're doing something good and it's having evil consequences. Lee, I, you kind of evoke a little bit of Father Karras in the opening of the film. It reminded me of The Exorcist. <laughs> did you did you draw some um, some references from some classic horror films? Exorcist is a huge influence, but uh, the character as a priest uh, much more influenced by just Jesu the Jesuit order in particular about how they. Uh, are a little bit different than the Benedictines uh, or the uh, Augustines. Um, and that, that they're like, you know, they're the ones who uh, set up all the schools, uh, just more skeptical, more logical, uh, wouldn't really just immediately jump to that this is probably real. Did you all go to a Jesuit college? I did. I went to Loyola Marymount. Oh, <laughs> I went to the <laughs> University of Notre Dame, which is the Oh. The, the Holy Cross. Uh, but uh, I just love the Jesuits. My film professor in college was uh, an ex-Jesuit priest, and he probably had the biggest influence on me in getting uh, in, uh, interested in religious horror and what you can do with the genre. Yeah. yeah. In what way? What, would you, what was the influence that he gave you? He said that horror was the only genre of film where you could make God or divinity the subject of your film and still have mainstream audiences engage with it. And so as a Catholic, uh, I wanted, and Cruz a Christian, it was just the perfect genre to explore uh, a lot of these Catholic and Christian themes that uh, we've always been really interested in uh, using this genre. Your film starts out with a beheading and it is so striking. And it's, we don't really see it, but we see the results of it, you know, the splattering of the blood, but we know what's happening. And it, it just, when I first watched it, I'm going, oh my God, what am, what am I what am I in for? Because I don't really like gory movies. I like movies with a story. It's a Zoroastrian temple. Uh, it's one of the oldest religions in the world. They uh, believe it could be, it's like a precursor to Christianity. Uh, one of the first monotheist religions. Um, 
Freddie Mercury was a Zoroastrian, uh, which is a fun little tidbit. Oh, nice. What they really talked about was the duality, that there was a good force in the world and an evil force in the world. And we liked uh, basing our story in that and that this prophecy has been passed down on our bodies, like through lived experience in life over the generations and that they've from one priest class to the next that have passed this on. And that we knew that it, even that opening scene, people might not know that this film was set in the present, which we were okay that it would eventually come to light that, okay, that it is all cohesive, but we're just, we're dealing with these, uh, these themes and stories, which are very ancient. Did you ever, while making the film, did you ever get freaked out or was there something that happened that seemed kind of mystical while you were shooting it? Every possible good thing that could happen to us happened on the film. And that always gives you pause, which is like, okay, are we getting help from, you know, a good force or an evil force? Do they like, because we were always worried that, uh, that maybe what we were doing wasn't actually putting something good into the world. And I think that, so in retrospect, it's like, okay, uh, we, you know, something was, was, was good about what we were doing. Because we delve into such controversial matters is important that we acknowledge the impact it could have. And so mm -hmm. to take a stance of trying to do something that puts good in the world is really important on, on this or anything really what you do matters. You want it to affect people in a way that can benefit them. And that's what we did with this. Yeah, I think it's absolutely crucial to try to do that with any story. And I guess what we were trying to say is uh, like some kind of like push or guidance on how to contend with with evil to like persevere through it um, and to not lose like uh, faith or despair in the face of it. Did you have fun on this project? Uh, I survived it. <laughs> <laughs> that helps. I uh, There were moments where I was in complete utter bliss. Um, whenever you have, a, as a director, when you have an idea like coming to fruition, whenever you see it all come together and everyone has their spice that they throw into the recipe and then it, you know, comes out and it's as good as or better than you expect. It's a, it's a drug. When did you complete the film and how long has it, you know, been waiting until we get to this point now? We, we completed it at the, uh, like January this year. And then, um, we had signed with Magnolia and they wanted to release the film at Halloween. So we've just been sitting on it for, you know, almost 10 months. That's brutal, isn't it? Oh my God. <laughs> what would you like an audience to go away with after they see your film? We wanted to create a fun movie, but then had some uh, deep meaning that if you chose to look into it, uh, that you you really could pull back the layers and then it would reveal itself to you. You have kind of a Jared Leto vibe going too. You <laughs> oh, in the movie? Oh gosh! Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh. you're, I, I, you're very, you're very consoling. I mean, you're, you're like, uh, I mean, I, I would become a Jesuit just to talk to you. Oh wow, that's the best compliment <laughs> I've gotten so far. <laughs> I do love the Jesuits. As wait, so was your experience positive going to the Jesuit school? I loved it. Yeah. I had a nun that taught a theater class and she did uh, Under Milkweed, I think, was a play. Yeah. And then there was a play that had just a ton of swearing. It was about the IRA. I go, oh, this is a this is a nun doing this doing this play. That's what's cool. The Catholics go hard in the paint with art and especially Jesuits. 
Uh, one thing that's fun that we haven't talked about is that the greatest patron of the arts throughout history has been the Catholic Church. You think about all of the great stuff. How did you assemble such a great cast? I mean, the one priest with the with the eye. Oh, Thomas, yes, yeah, all. And you could almost—it's almost foreshadowing what's going to happen to him. <laughs> oh yeah, no, no subtlety there. It's no, it's a cringe, a cringe moment. I mean, there are cringe moments, but you do let us breathe. We just we wanted to create an international cast, and so we had a list of actors that we liked for the role. Thomas was someone we just wrote a letter to and made an offer. And he came on and the same thing with Sid. Uh, they're completely polar opposites, uh, which we wanted for the story. But with the Enterprise, uh, how did you get him to beam down on Earth? <laughs> what, what, what happened there? I mean, yeah, reached out and, yeah. <laughs> um, to his agent and sent a pitch deck and a script. And uh, we got lucky because of the pandemic. It made it through. And he yeah. Oh yeah, and he well, just played a, a, a Judas in Terrence Malick's film, so I think he was primed and interested in in this kind of genre, like this kind of storytelling. Any stories to add before we close? The Ice Cross. It was uh, that was know, real. About, about I think almost 98 percent of our movie is practical effects, and that was a negative sixteen degree night, and we cut through twenty two inches of ice for um you know leroy and steffi steffi plays uh, maria barra's stunt double um to go into the water <laughs> leroy went into the water and he um the crew it's like ice baths and saunas a big part of Estonian culture they um they were all for like the westerners to see see what oh. they were good at but then when Leroy went under the water, they were like freaking out because they don't do that. That's insane. And he went under the water and then it was like, oh, he survived it. So it's like, let's do another one. And then another one. And then at one point he got up and he's like, crew, he was all loopy. He's like crew. And he had his hair and he just goes like that. And it, he was looking at his hair, just broke off. And we're like, all right, well, that's enough. Oh. Yeah. We're moving on. Oh my God. Lee, well, I heard you trained for like a month. You, were, yeah. you said something in an interview that you could go into cardiac arrest if you didn't do yeah, any they, kind of training. And they made that very clear. And they also had a paramedic uh, there uh, in case. But um, yeah, it, it worked out. I, I ended up falling in love with doing the ice bath. I guess like the hype is all real about it. You do feel good. Yeah. <laughs> well, the next nice thing about it is you don't reveal it's a cross until it's a pullback. He, he just he dives in. And then when it comes back, that's really startling. Oh, yeah. That's... And it's also uh, it's how in the Russian Eastern Orthodox Church, they actually perform baptisms in the ice like that. That's where we were inspired to do it. They go on out there and they perform it. You yeah. seem very knowledgeable about this stuff, too. Lee. You really you've done your homework. Yeah, I would be a novelist if I wasn't a filmmaker. I love read like just about everything from Tolstoy and Dostoevsky. And, you know, crew actually keeps me on earth where it's like, you know what, Lee, if we're making a movie, if you want to get these ideas across, you're gonna have to go write a book. And you have a production company together. So you're in it for the long haul, right? We are. We're film married. We're film married. <laughs> All right. Well, listen, thank you so much um, for, uh, for taking the time out. And I know you've been doing a lot of these things and, uh, but hang in there. You're almost home Thank you. until the next one. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Bye-bye. Thank you, Mark. If you'd like to see Deliver Us, it's currently streaming on all digital platforms and on demand. 
Until next time, this is Mark Gordon, and I'll see you center stage. Center stage! Hello, this is Homer Simpson. Whenever I want to know what's going on in the entertainment world, I listen to Center Stage with Mark Gordon. <laughs>